As here, always at the Pig and Whistle Inn instalment, I chat for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. Today's subject is going to be going back a few weeks, but it's going to be about WoW news. Now, this is something that I've touched upon in the past, and it's something that I want to do sort of monthly going forward. It will just be a nice news update, news roundup, what is going on within WoW and around WoW. Everything like that. So, without further ado, let's get started. Let's jump straight into it. The biggest thing that I sort of touched on last time in WoW News was the pre-patch and what it sort of entailed and what it's going to bring. So, during that time, since, or the last WoW News Roundup, the pre-patch has gone live, mostly, I want to say. And what it's brought is a lot in terms of customization and the level squish, everything like that. But the only thing that hasn't gone live with uh, the pre-patch is uh, the Scourge Invasion. Now, the Scourge Invasion is uh, what I mentioned a while back as well, where you're going to be doing quests leading up to Shadowlands. Now, obviously, this was going to be like straight from the kickoff, maybe like first week, like a week after... And uh, because Shadowlands is due to come out within the next couple days, or that was what it was originally intended, but that is no longer the case. So they've got to kind of stretch out the content in this pre-patch to make it last, so to speak. So a lot has come with that pre-patch customization. Like I said, you can go to the barbers, change your gender, you can change your hairstyle, loads more skin colors, loads more eye colors loads to choose from so that'll keep you busy for at least a day or two like changing all your characters about you also have the level squish and the new leveling experience so with the level squish it's now from 120 to 50 so all of your level 120s have gone down to level 50 and they've done like a chart basically saying what levels are going to what level pretty much but you're starting at level 1 and you're working your way up to level 50 at the moment and 60 when Shadowlands comes out. So that is yet to be decided. So it's a lot to sort of look forward to and go through with the new Exiles Reach and stuff. I just played through it myself. It is quite fun. It is very like engaging and it does show what people will have to be going through because WoW is a daunting game when you pick it up for the first time and know absolutely nothing about like MMORPGs. So it does sort of ease you into it and it's really good in that regard. And with pre-patch, obviously, there comes with the guides. So if you're a veteran at WoW, you can become a guide for the new players in it and it will have that specific channel and that is available in the pre-patch right now. Now... What came with the pre-patch, I believe, is the Halloween event. So with the Halloween event, you've got both retail and classic. Uh, Classic is 
simple and then retail it's added a little bit more to it so with classic you can go about trick-or-treating around uh, every inn in Azeroth absolutely everywhere you get uh, treats you can range from ones that are costumes you can have candy bars or sweets as I call them but that just restore health and mana so they're very nice little perks to have and the costumes are always fun to, you know, play pranks on uh, group members, especially if you see one going for a mineral, you change him into a leper gnome or something and you take that mineral for yourself. It's not a good way to make friends, but it, it's fun. It is funny. I do intend to do that at one point during the Halloween event. But with the Halloween event in Classic, you can also get these pumpkins. And these pumpkins, you do certain quests... And uh, there's one in Stormwind, which I've done, where you have to go around each individual major city for the Alliance and get a certain sweet or candy from the innkeepers. So one of them is a Gnomeragon gun drop. I do not even want to try and remember the others because they're not illiterate. Illiterate? Illiterate is not the word. Um, Where they start with the same letter. I've completely forgotten my English. It was not my strong suit at school. Well, to be honest, nothing was, but, you know, you you know what I mean. But basically, you do all of these, like, you pick up all of these candies for this child who's in the orphanage in Stormwind. You pass them to him, and he gives you 30 pumpkins. Now, these pumpkins can change you into a whole manner of sorts. It can change you into a skeletal ghoul, and this thing has no animation whatsoever. So when you're casting, it's just stood still. When you're jumping, it's just static and floats, kind of. So it's quite a fun one to have, And in all honesty. You can become big and orange. You just become like bigger in size and you become orange. It's nothing too fancy, in all honesty. But that one is good fun. If you pair it with a couple of, like, growth elixirs, you can become super big and, like, just chonky. This chonky orange figure is great fun, to be honest. You can become a ghost, which the text literally just reads, ooh, that's it. Nothing more. That is the extent of it, and you just float. And this one's kind of the awful one because you can just get kicked out of it when you enter combat, when you mount, anything like that. So that one's not the best, in all honesty. But you can also just get the normal sort of pirate and ninja costumes from it as well. These are kind of like the meh, because you can get that from, like, Saviour, or Savory Deviant Delights, I think they are. So, but they're still a costume nonetheless, and it's good fun. But in classic and in retail, actually, you've got just loads of Halloween stuff decorating the entire place. Pumpkins absolutely everywhere. Candles, spooky little decorations around the inns. It's great. You can also bob for apples, which give you a nicer food buff as well as just restore some base mana and health percentage like after each uh, tick of like mana and health. So that's always good. But they expanded it on retail. So in retail, you have all the same stuff. You have a couple of achievements to go to every single inn in Azeroth, Eastern Kingdoms, Kalimdor, Northrend, uh, Missa Pandaria. You've got all you've got that achievement to go and collect like every single inn candy that you possibly can. And uh, you have the Headless Horseman that makes his introduction. So the Headless Horseman goes to Goldshire, 
I'm not too sure what it is for the Horde. I want to say it's the one that's south of Orgrimmar. Razor Hill, I think it's called. I think he goes there for the Horde. But he goes to Goldshire and he starts burning the buildings. And as a collective, you and others have to uh, put out the fires that have been started by the horsemen. When you've done that, he'll come down, you give him a little bonk on the head, knocks his head off, you kill him. And you'll get a bit of uh, like sweets for that. So you'll get a quest to hand in and get some like sweets. And this is your currency within uh, the Halloween event in retail. And this currency you can hand in for pets and a few cosmetic items here and there. But in retail you also have the Headless Horseman boss. Now this is a uh, one boss instance in Scarlet Monastery. You summon the Headless Horseman, you knock his head off, you get the achievement, bring me the head of oh wait, that's the achievement. And uh, yeah, you have the chance of getting a few cool little things. So first one being the Headless Horseman helm. If you wear it, it has the effect of just uh, laughing like the Headless Horseman, which is a little fun effect. It is quite cool. You have the Headless Horseman sword. It's just a cool-looking sort of basic sword. It's nothing too special in all honesty. And then you've got the big one, the Headless Horseman mount. Now, this has eluded me for years. I have wanted this ever since I have played WoW. It's one thing that I cannot get to drop, and I've got Ashes of Alar a few times. I've got Invincible a few times. We're not even trying. So it's not something that's, you know, done me any good, in fairness. It's not treated me not or nicely and right. But they're the sort of Halloween events going on within WoW. Definitely hop on, go to your local inn, trick or treat, get tricked, get treated, it is good fun, and it's just a little thing to sort of spice up the everyday stuff that you do on WoW. Now, a couple other things in terms of retail. There has been a store transmog that has been popped onto the store, <laughs> funnily enough. So uh, there's loads of things that are put onto the store every now and again. Mounts, battle pets, a few cosmetics here and there. But there's never been a full transmog. Now, you get this transmog by having a six-month subscription. It's If you've already got the six-month subscription, you would already have it. It would be sent to you as a gift in your battle net. All you have to do is accept the gift, and you've got the transmog. Simple as that. Now, I myself have a six-month uh, subscription, so I do have it. But in my honest opinion... It doesn't bother me. It's not something that's going to change the game for me. Some people might absolutely love the transmog. Some people might absolutely hate it. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. Mainly because I do have the subscription and get it anyway. But in terms of putting stuff on the store, and especially at this kind of time, when they've delayed Shadowlands firstly, and there's yet to be a date released for it, it's kind of rubbing salt in a wound because it's like, yeah, we've delayed an expansion, but have this instead, you know, just have a little bit of, you know, cosmetic items that makes you look like a fairy. It's not the best substitute in all honesty. It's kind of a bandage or a band aid. Some people might call it for Shadowlands. It's like, yeah, this will be fine. It's trying to like super glue something 
like a, I don't even know. It's like trying to glue something back together that doesn't even want to stick, like an aeroplane or something. Trying to glue an aeroplane together, it's just not going to work, is it? So you can kind of see why they're putting it out there, and it's like have this gift, but at the same time, people who don't have a six month subscription or just don't like store transactions in general, it's not going to feel good because it's like, well, I can't even get this, so why bother doing this? If you've got any type of subscription, I think it should just be nice to pass it out almost. It's like, yeah, here you go. Thank you for being a like loyal subscriber. It, there would obviously have to be like, you'd have to be playing WoW for a certain number of like years, maybe like, two years or something two years plus to get the items and be eligible for the items but if you've got an active subscription for the past like six months at one year because obviously some people have come back um and renewed their subscription for shadowlands which isn't obviously a good idea or not a good idea in terms of like they've just renewed their subscription and then suddenly Shadowlands is put on hold and they get a fairy costume instead. It's not necessarily the best feeling, to be honest. But if people can't afford the transmog, if people can't afford the six-month subscription, there's going to be an outrage. And these things are usually quite expensive in the uh, store. I would have thought the transmog is about 10 quid, about that, 10 pound, 10 euro, like 15 euros, whatever currency you have. It's about £10 I would have thought for myself. But that's what all the mounts are. Like, the store tra- the store doesn't bother me at all. I don't look at it. I don't deal with it. It's just on the side. If people want to buy stuff, they can buy stuff. But it doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't bother me from a gameplay perspective. And uh, therefore, it doesn't like affect me at all. If it affects PvP... Like, this set bonus gives you, like, 100% increased damage. Then I'd be having a go, because I'm having to fork out real-life money to get this insane set that increased my damage by 100% in an arena. And that's a pay-to-win, almost. Whereas nothing in that store is pay-to-win. That's the thing. It's all cosmetic. It's all mounts. It's all pets. It's nothing that's going to change the game drastically, it's not going to completely do a 180 on how you play the game. So it doesn't bother me at all. But I do understand how it can bother other people. And don't get me wrong, like I said, these things aren't cheap. About £9 for a mount, £9 for a pet battle. And if you want them, go for it. But some people just might not have the money to spend, in all honesty. And it is bad timing, because it looks like they have just put it in there to sort of cover up for Shadowlands almost it doesn't look good in all honesty so we're going moving back to classic now for a bit and we're looking at the PTR now well we're looking at the PTR considering you know Shadowlands is still in beta and that was about to release a a couple days in a couple days so not looking good on that regard but Nax Ramus has been put on the PTR for WoW Classic and this would mean that WoW Classic, like its lifeline, is coming to an end, almost. Because Phase 6 is Naxxramas, and Phase 6 is the last phase of WoW Classic. 
So we're still awaiting what is going to happen after that phase six. We will hear it most likely at BlizzCon, which is in Feb, you know, the online one, because, you know, pandemic and all. God, ridiculous. But I'm hoping that there's going to be a Burning Crusade. But yeah, anyway, I'm I'm going a bit off topic. Naxxramas on PTR it's been tested. It's raid tested, but it's got like 100% increased health, 100% increased damage on all of the players. Now, this makes sense because you want to test the bosses out. You want to test how hard the trash hits and stuff like that. But it's kind of also tough to test the trash if you're just steamrolling bosses. But it's really good to see that it's on PTR and it's almost ready to go. It's like you're actually seeing Naxxramas in action like before the end of the year and uh, they haven't like pushed that back like Shadowlands and it's kind of it gets you hyped for to look forward to something rather than Shadowlands like you've got both of these wows these World of Warcrafts pushing out content like at the same time so you've got you're almost flooded with it and you've got a choice between do I want to go on retail and play the new expansion do I want to go on classic and play the new raid and the new like stuff in phase six, go and collect my new best in slot for phase six and stuff like that. So it's really cool that they're pushing that onto the PTR now. And it's got me hyped in all honesty. But there's also something else that came onto the PTR and this is pool boosting. So if you're not familiar with what pool boosting is, is when people rank, they will be at a certain rank and the higher rank you go you're allocated certain brackets i want to say allocated you're given certain brackets from the other people who are ranking within the realm to make it easier for everyone else to rank and with these brackets like the higher brackets the tougher the less people are in it and uh, the less people that are in this bracket less honor and the less percentage you get up of your rank when at the later stages of ranking so if you're rank 13 going to rank 14 it's usually about three weeks in like bracket one so if you're in bracket two at rank 13 you're going to be losing about let's take a quick break Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At The Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes, it doesn't quite work. And you, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now Twenty, ten to 20 percent of that rank so it's going to take you a couple more weeks so it's favourable for everyone to have the brackets as big a size as possible. And this is where pull boosting comes in. So what pull boosting is, is you make a character, you get portaled to a certain place, you kill 15 horde, 
and then you log off and delete that character. And this character is put into these brackets. And the more people filling up all of the lower brackets means that there's like bigger portion size at the top brackets. So if you've got 100 people in a pool, you have one person at, in the top bracket, in bracket one. If you have 200 in a pool, you have two people in bracket one at that top bracket. So it gives it more of an opportunity and makes it easier for loads more people to rank up. So you do that for a couple hours. You'll just make a character, get ported, kill 15 horde, log out, delete, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. But what they put into the PTR is that pool boosting, no character that has been deleted counts towards the like bracket size. So you can't delete the character and it will be counted in that pool boost. So what this has done is it's made uh, realms work together, like in retail. So people from different realms have been messaging each other saying, oh, you're ranking. Okay, can you make 10 alliance on this realm to pull boost? And we'll make 10 alliance on your realm to pull boost as well to help you guys out. So it's quite something because... Blizzard try and implement a change to stop this kind of thing happening, but players will always find a way to make it easier and to beat them at their own game almost. It's like this is just making it more of a challenge for us to beat you almost. But it's good fun because it also brings like everyone together in terms of a community aspect because it's like, oh yeah, we'll help you out if you help us and stuff, like vice versa. You keep, you keep good uh you keep on good terms with other realms and stuff now at the very start of wow classic no one wanted that no one wanted layering no one wanted like people from other realms being there it's just your specific realm like no one else can like infiltrate your realm i know everyone in this realm etc but blizzard are forcing people to communicate cross realm to work something out and to work together which is not what they intended, but I think is really cool in terms of a community aspect. Now, this happened for about a few days and then they reverted it back and are going back to the old sort of uh, pool boosting, I believe. So it's not implemented now. They took it out of the game because people had a lot of backlash against it, I would have thought. But... They'll implement it when Naxxramas comes out in Phase 6. This is mainly because the PvP gear doesn't necessarily beat out Naxxramas gear. That's when it starts to become very even in terms of damage. So it's not like a massive DPS boost for Warriors at the start of the game. Like compared to every other class because they're all scrubs and PvE. So it's quite something just to see... WoW or Blizzard playing around with these like things but again it's everything to do with WoW is about community well WoW Classic certainly you're always going to find ways to beat them and we're all working collectively as a whole pretty much uh, moving on to the final point of the WoW News Roundup there are a couple pros that got banned and this is a perma ban. 
And uh, I won't go into much detail about what they said, but these people are world champions who've played at BlizzCon and won BlizzCon like arenas and stuff. But there was a Discord leak that happened and pretty much uh, they were saying, we'll say 18 plus <laughs> stuff. It's very explicit in terms of it's basically going into racism and stuff like that. So I'm not going to go so much into it because it is quite bad what they say and everything. But they've uh, had this Discord leaked of them like slating off other teams that they're against and using very explicit words. And uh, basically they've tweeted Blizzard and said, we didn't mean it, like, we're really sorry, like, this isn't how we usually act. And Blizzard have just blanked them, which is kind of hilarious, to be honest. But they're permabanned, and uh, this is quite upsetting news, because... These people are world champions at BlizzCon who have like played in so many arena sort of matches and are sometimes the face of like wow these are like wow esports and stuff. So to get that leaked and have that as sort of oh these are the type of people that play in wow are oh, not kind of playing that. It's really not good on Blizzard, but the way that they've reacted to it. And just said, yeah, you're permaban pretty much is the way to go about it. But it is just sad knowing that these people who are almost poster boys of the game can act in this way and uh, say these types of things pretty much it is kind of disgusting and it shouldn't happen at all. But with regards to that, that is sort of the roundup of news. Uh, not too much to go about it because... The biggest news was that Shadowlands has been cancelled, in a in a sense. But, again, we'll just get news on that later when the expansion will come out. So, I want to firstly apologise for this uh, podcast being a day later than what it was meant to be. It did come out on the Friday, but there were a lot of technical issues. There was a lot of sound behind the podcast itself and that is not something that I want you guys to deal with I want you guys to have the best podcast possible and to not have some sort of ringing or like buzzing in your ear I want to provide the best sort of content that I possibly well like I possibly can do so once again sorry for the podcast being a day later than usual but it shouldn't happen in the near future and I would like to take another moment just to go over the Pig and Whistle Patreon again. It's been set up so that it's just to show more appreciation than what you already show me. Firstly, the weekly podcast, as always, will be available to everyone free of charge. I'd not take that away from you whatsoever. But if you wish to give that a little bit extra, it is greatly appreciated and allows me and uh, everyone associated with Pig and Whistle to do so much more with the podcast and to create a community in which to grow and to go forward with. As a thank you for joining the Patreon, you'll receive a number of additional benefits, exclusive content, exclusive podcasts for Patreon members only. If you want to check it out, it's at www.patreon.com forward slash pig and whistle. That's pig, the word and, and then whistle. Thanks again all for listening. 
is very appreciated. And go with Valor, friend.